we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again. Ooh, back at it again. How was your week this past week? My weekend this past weekend was good. Um, cool. This week would never end. It was a, just a long ass freaking The longest week, week ever. <laughs> Um, yeah, busy weekend. I went to yoga Saturday morning, which Ooh, made me feel that. like a very mature and productive member of society. I love that for you. It was good. I haven't gone to yoga in forever. Your bitch was tight. <laughs> Why I went to yoga, you ask? Because one of the therapists was like, oh yeah, let me just like, you know, just sometimes we'll be like, let's test this. Let's do that. Cause you'll be having a conversation about a patient or something and they're like oh well let me manual muscle test that on you like we'll see mm-hmm. how strong yours are the therapist went to test my hips my hip flexors mm-hmm. horrible i cramped up as he was put i was like ah and my freaking hip started i was like that's not right i'm <laughs> you're doing something wrong i'm sir. 29 years old my hips are just so weak you're about to be 30 true you're so old yeah i'm like a long time from now like seven months eight months oh jesus that's too long um so anyway, i was like i need to go stretch got a good stretch in saturday so that was good and then one of our friends husbands was celebrating his birthday so we did pub golf on saturday night oh cool yeah it was like i think we intentioned it to be nine holes nine bars but it ended up being way more than that no it ended up being less because we are old i, I was gonna say we are drunk most of the time i obliterated but I'm at the age where not only did I drink the liquid IV as I was getting ready, mm-hmm. I got to the pregame and had to drink another one. You're really old. Just to just to have not as bad as a, of a hangover. It's not mm-hmm. even like it just completely eliminates the hangover. I think you forget how slow your metabolism gets as you're reaching 30. Yeah, it's you can't awful. Can't drink like you used to. Cannot, cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming to terms, but it's hard. I love that for you. Yeah. I'm happy that you're, you know, you're, you've reached that level of maturity to know that you can't handle it. I used to be able to mentally power through the hangover. Like it was mind over matter. And I still think that I can do that. The good thing is you never came to work hungover. So that was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Never did that. No. Mm. Why would I do that? Why would you do that? You Mm. have people's lives in your hands. You never do that. Yeah. I would never do that. Because you're responsible. Yes, I am. I love that for you. As we all know, I go to yoga on Saturday mornings, which makes me responsible. Absolutely. Um, But Mercury retrograde is now over. Are we sure? Yes, it ended on the 15th. Thank you, Jesus. So I think everyone's life, mine specifically, if you're an air sign, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Taurus. No. You just want to leave us out? Yes. That's disrespectful. Um, your Damn. life will get significantly better. Mine going to get significantly better anyway because I love God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but yeah, how was your week? 
Um, my week was actually really good. It was very long as well, too. The work week was very long. Um, I have a student now. I, I think I said this a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Um, she's too good. And so she's making my work life uh, very good, but in a bad way. Because, the double-edged sword of a good student. Exactly. Like, she's the type of student. I think she's probably, like, my best student thus far. Like, she... With, with regard to like how fast she picks up stuff so like a lot of times you have to tell students like three and four times before they get it which is a natural part of the learning process right for a lot of us no i think i mean you're just learning and you don't know the process right and so for her she i can literally tell her one thing one time and she gets it and i'm like can you uh, stop doing love that an educated woman yeah but i'm like now i'm gonna have to fail you so that way <laughs> Now you don't ever lazy. leave. Yeah. yeah. So it's really weird. Has she worked in healthcare before? She has. She was a CNA. That's See, why. Mm, yep. And you can tell the difference between therapists or just clinicians who used to be a CNA versus those who have not. Because it is a huge difference um, in the, the quality of uh, competence that you have. But yep. other than that, it was uh, pretty good. I went to the gym on Saturday. So I'm super nice. sore now. So we both got a sweat in on Saturday. You know, I'm just trying to take some really nice pictures for my upcoming birthday next year. So... I need to be in tip top shape. <laughs> Dude, everyone on toes, you know. Everyone is coming out with these like hot ass bodies out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Meg the Stallion just posted her body. Gorgeous. Lisa Ray just posted her body. I feel like all these people are just getting Michaela Cole is just amazing. Getting in tip top shape. I, I is Halle agree. Berry pregnant? I mean not Halle Berry. Is Halle Bailey pregnant? I don't know. I don't really I don't really care. I think we should stay out of her business until she's ready to tell us yes or no. I just like to speculate. I I don't, I don't because I just feel like women go through enough scrutiny and I feel like you don't know if she's suffering from fibroids. You don't know if she's su- like she's already being scrutinized as a little mermaid and all this other kind of stuff. Like, just leave Hallie alone, please. She's a nice, beautiful girl. Just leave her alone. Okay, well, then I'll focus on the people who are exploiting their bodies for the media. That's very true. And she's Megan never been a very great. flashy Issa out there kind of person like that anyway. Yeah. Cardi B looks amazing. They looked great in their video Bongos. together. Yeah. <sighs> I was Something just like, I need is a, just Cardi B all the time. Cardi B is just amazing. She's beautiful. Everything about True. Cardi B is beautiful. I love that about her. But um, but yeah, other than that, my week was uh was was pretty good. It was pretty pretty laid back, very productive, which was great. So nice. I'm happy about love that. Love that for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you ready to get on into the show? Someone's got to do it. Well, uh, every noise is so loud. Oh well, that's because you have a microphone. Uh, <laughs> of everything. Mm. Uh, speaking of a microphone, last week it was uh, the start of the season of the NFL, right? And I don't know if y'all are still protesting or if you're still watching it. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> anyway, at this point, <laughs> we really don't give a damn. Anyway, so last week, uh, Queen Latifah, who is an amazing rapper, amazing talk show host, philanthropist, cover girl, movie star, the, the whole girl. the whole thing, right? So last week she opened up. I think it was for the Denver, Colorado. I mean. Denver, Colorado. The Denver, Colorados. The Denver Broncos <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys. She uh, sang the national anthem. And everybody was so shocked and was like, oh my God, Queen Latifah can sing. Because and, who knew she could sing? Everybody should know that. She has three jazz albums. I've never heard of her having a jazz album. Okay, here's what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to go and research Queen Latifah's self-titled album, the Dana Owens album, which is her first jazz Who album. Knew Dana had bops. And listen, the, all three of them albums are bops. Okay, her rendition of "Simply Beautiful" with Al Green, absolutely amazing. Oh. And to me, honestly. There's nobody else who has done a rendition of Lush Life better than Queen Latifah. I'm just saying. That is crazy It's just to clean. Me. I knew she rapped. No, she's a singer, though. And she it would make sense because she sings in Hairspray. She sings in Chicago. She sung the, the lead theme song for Living Single. 
Didn't know that. Yeah. She's an amazing singer. Like, here's the thing. She's not a Jasmine Sullivan. I don't think, or a Brandy. She's not trying to be, but she's very crisp and clean. Like and old jazz sound. Yes. She, just her voice is just beautiful and regal. And most times you don't even realize that it's her. But I loved her. Her first album, that is probably one of my favorite albums of hers. I mean, she has a Traveling Light, which came out, I think, in 2007. And then she has Persona. Persona, it's, it's okay. This is but. quite literally the first I've ever heard of her singing singing are you serious i guess because when i i've only ever seen her sing in musicals and on like movie Movies, musicals yeah yeah and i'm always like are they actually even singing like they may just be singing to no that's definitely to fill the part that's crazy yeah she has a beautiful voice freaking dana dude what can't she do listen she she can do everything that's this is a perfect time to figure this out because queen latifah to me feels like the time between thanksgiving and christmas it may just be from what <laughs> what please do please break that down i'm not there, understanding if she had to if i if someone was like what does queen latifah feel like to you it's that time it may just because maybe because of the last holiday or the perfect holiday the last holiday yes is she in the perfect holiday what is the perfect holiday isn't the a tyler perry one no the last holiday is hers where she they, they think she has a she thinks she's a brain yes, tumor she thinks she's gonna CT die machine. yes yeah. with, with uh, ella kuja who plays like a little nerd and they have a cute little love story first of all who the <laughs> fuck would cast him as a nerd there's nothing about that I man know. that looks nerdy it's just because he's buff <laughs> the perfect holiday was morris chestnut gabrielle union and queen latifah oh yeah that because she played like the guardian angel or something like that yes yeah. okay this is probably why she reminds me of christmas but also chicago <laughs> is like a christmas movie to me for some reason she's queen like La- in um the the secret life of bees plays the yeah bee those are oh all holiday God. films if yeah. you have to ask so I don't think I don't think the they're holiday films okay. and it's not up for debate and she feels okay. like the time between you know why it's because like the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is kind of like a lull but the energy's still up and yeah. it's festive you don't really know why you don't have a reason that's what she is to me anything she's in I love her I'm excited for yeah. it don't really know if it has a purpose but I'm gonna watch it anyway. what's your favorite Queen Latifah movie? I love bringing down the house Bringing Down the House is a good one. Come on. That's a, That's good, a good one. one. What's your favorite? Set it off. Okay, yeah. My favorite movie of all time. Okay. Really? Yes. Huh. Because it's a tale of friendship and getting back at the man. They just trying to live their life. Titi trying to get her son. What's so wrong about that? That's Stony true. Tony trying to send her brother to college. I mean, come on. And I know that we're all against jimmy fallon right now but i did love... why are we wait wait whoa, whoa why are we against jimmy fallon because i'm not a part of that wait what did he do first um everyone's just upset because on his show he's always drunk and it's a hostile work environment and there's a lawsuit right now or something that's his employees i still love jimmy fallon i like taxi a lot taxi is a perfect movie and i really liked her in hustle that she just did with adam sandler yes i think her there's role wasn't big enough though name a bad queen latifah movie you can't do it the cookout <laughs> oh. <laughs> i didn't like that one. also too the one that she did with uh ludicrous i could care less for that ludicrous she where ludicrous plays her brother and they're like some missing money happens that ludicrous takes whatever she's trying to make a trip across the country um oh that's a new one that just came where her out, son right? gets kidnapped or whatever yeah i just didn't like her wig in it that's all okay but no she she's an amazing actress i loved her in steel magnolias amazing um true yeah she has not really had a, a bad uh filmography at all she no. really has not oh she was even in those like ashton kutcher movies 
like Valentine's Day. Yeah, and, she played like the I think um, the therapist. Yeah, what happens in big any role? Mad Money. Was Mad good. Money was a good one. She's yeah. hey the voice that she does in Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Great because yep. she plays Kiki Palmer's uh, mama. Man, and she's married to a uh, girls' mean? trip was great. Yeah. Wow, she got bangers. Well, and now she, she and now we know she can sing. But now also, you know that I've always known that. that I, is, I have all three of her albums. But is it not random that she sang the national anthem for that game? No, because she sings all the time. She just hosted uh, what was that? What was it? The BET Awards or one award show she hosted just recently, and she was like, she literally came out on stage singing, and she was doing like her oh. jazz bits and everything. But she sings all the time. Hmm. Queen Latifah sings more than. Where you is think. she from? She's from Newark, New Jersey. Is that why she was... Wait, who were they playing? Oh, you said Colorado. Yeah. No, Denver. Denver and Dallas. The, I don't know where she was, The Denver though. Colorados. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Ruby Huxables. I don't, I'm not sure <laughs> if they were in Dallas or not, because I'm not watching base, basketball, right? I mean, football. Football? Right My words. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who else is not playing. Uh, Colorado. Specifically, speaking of Colorado, uh, the state. Anyway, what were you talking about the Colorado football team? <laughs> Jesus. I... It only watch the team that just ended Alabama's home win streak of 21 games, the university of Texas. Oh, but did y'all win this week? Yes, we did. Okay. I have been so interested in Deion Sanders because it's just like quality television at this point, yeah. watching this man coach this team. Um, also Colorado to me, I don't know if I, I don't have the facts to back this up, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's just like one of the whitest States ever. Yes. I so for so. him to just be blackety blacking it up, over there and all these white people are just like yeah because they're winning I, it's hilarious how me. are you brother yeah truly <laughs> I truly hate i hate everything about it um this game they just played colorado state so it was the you know colorado versus colorado state mm-hmm. the amount of celebrities that were at this f- football game this college football game the rock was looking real giving very much so drake vibes it in the was locker room just looking so desperate nba wife vibes yes. yes okay so the rock was there lil wayne walked out rapping with the team that is so corny offset I, was I there kyle lowry was like random that, that's weird to me super entertaining because it's not about those kids it's about the celebrity of Deion sanders and that's one reason why right. i don't like and it. and they're trying to make it this like you know colorado's had this like um infamously bad football team for the past couple years and putting Deion Sanders as the coach is like this experiment and he's doing mm-hmm. so well and all which I understand but it's just insane and also I don't know if you know this one of the players got hit really bad I did see that okay first of all there's a fight at the beginning of the game because they're all just talking shit to each other right and it's yeah. heightened also it's just like his him and his son they're just like i don't know boastful people it's just like their personalities right they're very cocky so like and you have the right to if you're playing well who gives a shit right but because he's famous and because they're all on social media i feel like it adds this layer like the other teams like that doesn't need to right and so they got in a fight at the very beginning of the game one of the players on Deion sanders team got not hit horribly Mm -hmm. knocked the fuck out this boy's gonna be out for like three weeks concussion yeah I don't even know if it was like, it looked like the, it looked like he has a spinal cord injury at this point mm. or something. I don't know. They he may have a, a, a spinal, what it, it looked it? Like really spinal bad. Shock. And I'm like, y'all are just at, like riling these people up. This is what I'm saying. And these kids don't make enough money for you to be doing all that kind of shit. They don't make anything. And, but, but I mean, and that's, that's the whole thing about Deion Sanders. Like, I don't have a problem with Deion Sanders. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a, he was a great player at, you know, at his, uh, when he was in the NFL, but I just think 
you're taking publicity away from these young kids because at the end of the day, in that game, nobody was really concerned about the players so much. It was like the people who got publicity was Deion Sanders and his son. Yeah. Name another player on the on the team. Can't, uh, Travis, the guy who got hit. Exactly, and and only because he got hit. Yeah. So I'm just like, take the attention. And off I think of he Deion. was like the number one person to come in with. And their number one recruit yeah or something but that's like what that. i'm saying like focus on the focus on the team as opposed to the coach like the coach we don't need to hear from you let the boys play like because mm-hmm. they're the ones who are trying to build a career out of this you've already had your time to shine as prime time there's no reason for you to come back and want notoriety yeah. again just be a great coach do what you do but let these boys have an opportunity to just play and let them be the focus of the of conversation i just because they're the ones that yeah. are out there on the field playing i agree but watching these white people sing and dance with Deion Sanders is it's so annoying it is so funny to watch and then because it's like everybody wants rhythm now yeah and everyone cares like you know whatever I'm I'm tan now I'm almost black as you (laughs) um shut up (laughs) and then just the celebrity of it all I think it's wild the rock you're telling me Dwayne the rock Johnson didn't have anything better to do than go to a fucking Colorado well, football game the only reason why he was there because he's trying to get back in with the black folks since the whole Maui uh, Hawaii situation True. with Oprah he let he, Oprah he gas his head up <laughs> is back in the WWE now He's hitting all the rounds. He's well, on his he's on his apology tour. Yeah, because he also too with that whole Fast and Furious franchise, and then Black Adam didn't do too well. So he's like, God damn, mm-hmm. I think I'm going Did down the ladder. Did you see uh, Oprah came out and said something, and everyone was like, Uh, she came out and said something about what? About the Maui thing. I hope it was. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she need to be on her Ruben Studded. Sorry, 2004. Hush. <laughs> um, not she had a non-apology. Let's see. She probably like fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Probably she's like I'm not sorry that I'm, I'm not, not sorry. Money. As you should not be, Oprah. We talked about you and we are gonna keep talking about you. But why would you? Why do you care who we are? Yeah, I think Unless she, she just. I think she just kind of did the non-apology apology, and everyone was like, "Okay, great." But I don't remember exactly what she said. Listen, Oprah got too much money to be worried about what people on social media got to say about her. That's true. Well, I speak, speaking of another person who got a lot of money, who has social media at an uproar, uh, who happens to be probably Oprah's BFF, Tyler Perry. Not uh, Tyler. Tyler. We're talking straight to Tyler. Okay. I, I feel like he says a lot of things that rub people wrong. You feel? And I usually don't really care. Well, not that our super... Um, dividing but people just have a reaction to things that he says really and usually i'm like i really don't give a shit this hit me in my soul wrong for a wrong for a reason so uh tyler perry was actually on um one of his not co-star but one of his actors uh podcast crystal renee um she has a podcast called um she has a podcast anyway and (laughs) so he was on the podcast and so they took a snippet of the podcast of course and it went viral and he was talking about, you know, there's a lot of good men out here. And if that man can only just pay the water bill or the light bill only, then you shouldn't give up on that man because he's a great man. And so, of course, Twitter ate his ass up. And <laughs> here's the thing, Tyler Perry, I love you. And I feel like I Keep always positive, ride. Sweetie Keep it positive, you. sweetie, with Crystal Renee Hazlett. And so I feel like I always ride very hard for Tyler Perry because a lot of people be talking shit about him. Mm-hmm. But Tyler, I can't help you on this one, buddy, because what you said didn't make no sense and i think i knew what you meant to say but what you said you were talking from 
Tyler Perry's desk and you should have been talking from Medea's desk. Because what it felt like was be fucking grateful that you have a man even if he isn't making fucking shit or contributing anything. Because here's my thing too. If you are, and this is not just for men, this is for women as well. People. If you cannot take care of yourself financially, just yourself, you shouldn't be dating nobody. And talking about trying to marry and all this other kind of stuff and moving in. Because, again, what I do know is that two paychecks should be more beneficial than one. True. And if you're talking about, oh, if a man can only pay a light bill. Now, if you wanted to say, well, only if, if a man can only pay all the bills and do nothing extra, then you shouldn't throw him away. Which I do agree. But, but to say that and say specifically that if he can only pay the light bill. That means he wasn't taking care of himself to begin with. That means we got some issues. And that's the same thing for women too. It's not, it's, I'm not a, I am a, I'm not a feminist. I'm a sexist. So <laughs> I feel like women. And you heard it here first. And you heard it here first. Women should also be able to take care of themselves and not, yeah. should not just be looking for a man to take care of him. So if I'm coming, being able to financially take care of myself and you can financially take care of yourself, we should be able to take care of the both of us. Right. Right. Because two plus two is not negative one. No. Okay, just making sure. Jink nothing. Anyway. Yeah, I just, I couldn't even read the comments because I could already hear the... Girl, people was going in on him. Not not a billionaire <laughs> trying to tell me as a single woman what I do. And, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, Tyler, I can't defend you. I just, I just can't. Not yeah, on this, it, not was on this just, it just was giving out of touch not knowing what far, far, far removed. Yes, because you don't have to worry about that shit. But you're yeah. telling me... I'm going to add someone into my life who's like, oh, here's, you know, $75 pay the light bill. <laughs> Let's live lie. this great life together, sir. No. No. And men, and again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Men, you shouldn't be accepting that from women either. If a no. woman cannot financially take care of herself at the bare minimum, you should not be accepting that from a woman. Period. Unless it's me. Okay. No. Unless you're a millionaire. If you're a millionaire, then you shouldn't be asking for my $75 for the light bill because <laughs> you got it. Uh, I'll tell you who else got it. Uh, Trader Joe's. Ooh. And the reason why I say Trader Joe's is because, uh, pumpkin season is upon us people. And I'm not sure. Right. I, oof. Uh. Get it out. <laughs> you, are you having a stroke <laughs> about pumpkin season? Jesus. I cannot. You have a dot on your chin right there. Oh my God. It's like a blue dot. Keep a going. There you go. You're good now would it be from i don't know from that blue stuff put it off on the floor why is it over here this year no clue it's uniform um (laughs) (laughs) i would venture to say that pumpkin spice is one of my favorite seasons mine too i love are we the only two black people that love pumpkin spice? it's gotta be okay if y'all if you are black or a person of color nah let's just do black if If you're you're black, black Please let us know in the comments if you like pumpkin spice. This is important. It's because we're a pumpkin spice stand podcast. I'll eat yeah. it. I'll smell it. I'll see it. I just bought the pumpkin uh, body scrub and the body butter from oh, Trader Joe's. Bitch, Bath and Body Works had wallflowers for two ninety five. I sure to buy some pumpkin ones. Hell yeah. I need the house to smell like pumpkin. I, I want to look cider. like a damn pumpkin. Absolutely. I love everything about pumpkin. I mean, but again, I will say this to keep my black card. If you put in front of me sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie, I'm always going to go to sweet you potato. You still owe me a sweet potato pie. I will cook you one this year. Okay, thank you. I will do it for real. Um, But I love pumpkin spice. I've already had three pumpkin spice lattes. So I got it's my, not even October. I got my, because I don't drink coffee, but I did get my pumpkin spice creamer. 
from it's a hot chocolate. It's just so good. What about it? You know, it just sets fall off. It yeah. really does. Even though in Texas we're still at like 100 degrees. Oh yeah, it's 90 degrees outside. <laughs> it is the least horrible. pumpkin spicy thing. But it really um, is. God, it's so good. And Trader Joe's always does the best stuff. They have the pumpkin brioche back right now. Uh, they got the cream be... cheese, always good. Yes. And they also have um, the pumpkin butter and the cinnamon bun mm, butter. They're talking my language. It's, oh, I got like two jars of it. I used to, Einstein's does um, pumpkin schmear during I, the fall. Einstein bagels. Einstein bagels. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And I would do a chocolate chip bagel with that pumpkin cream cheese. Oh yeah. my God, it's good. That's crazy. Pumpkin, hey, if you put it in front of me and it's pumpkin, I'll probably try it. I just don't do pumpkin pumpkin soup. I don't like that. Oh, I'll eat I don't like hot pumpkin unless it's like a, br- a you don't like bread. savory pumpkin. Yeah, not in a soup. Not in a soup. No. Okay. I'll do like sweet potato in a in a thing, but not pumpkin. Interesting. I don't know. It's just really it tastes weird. You like pumpkin seeds? I love pumpkin seeds. I haven't carved a pumpkin in a long time. Have you carved pumpkins? No. Okay. I only did it like in elementary school. I haven't done it in a long time. My parents, well, because again, my parents were forced to, to do Hallelujah Night and not Halloween. Hallelujah. So my parents didn't really fuck with pumpkins like that, unfortunately. Yes, I'm still going through the trauma of it all, whatever. Well, I'll maybe we'll it. carve a pumpkin this year. Let's do it for the podcast. Absolutely. We're going to have a pumpkin carving contest and we'll see what, which one you looks and me? better. Let's do it. Okay. My, yours is definitely going to look better than no, mine. No, I have weak hands. I can't carve. You're an OT, ma'am. That's true. I cannot. Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of new new foods that are going coming out y'all it's a, a bit of a controversy because I'm gonna I'm speak my conspiracy theorist uh oh. strategy so here's the thing it's national cheeseburger day is coming up right i love or maybe would have passed cheeseburgers that's my favorite food were you aware really i could eat a cheeseburger every day for the rest so of my life so if you're stuck on an island it's cheeseburgers cheeseburger or sandwiches but a cheeseburger i would argue could be a sandwich it is a sandwich it is something in between two slices of bread absolutely that's what i mean okay so i'm gonna go broad sandwich specific cheeseburger okay oh, i love I like cheeseburger. that for yeah well cool beans well speaking of cheeseburgers like, All right. anyway <laughs> so national cheeseburger day is coming up and i believe um uh mcdonald's has their their burgers for like 50 cent allegedly and one penny and then i think wendy's is doing the what? same thing and i want to say allegedly burger king here's the deal y'all don't eat the cheeseburgers and i'm gonna tell you why why uh, because i just the conspiracy theorist in me understands that the creator of The Simpsons, the show The Simpsons, yes, is a time traveler. And so there was an episode of The Simpsons where the uh, main news station guy, newscaster guy, they had these crusty burgers and they the crusty burgers I think were like 50 cent. And so of course he bites into it, he turns into a zombie, he ends up eating uh biting crusty the clown, and then everybody just starts attacking each other and eating eating each other because they turn into zombies yeah but how accurate is the simpsons it's it's about 85 percent accurate do you think i know i'm telling you it's oh didn't they predict trump yes they literally had the whole like elevator scene and everything huh but also too remember the fda just approved uh the sale human of meat. human meat but what a way to get y'all hooked on eating humans in uh, other ways what <laughs> if they specifically fucked the economy the way that it has been fucked so that everyone's broke and then they jump on this cheap cheeseburger situation. Well, the cheaper cheeseburgers are only going to last long before they expire. So, But then everyone will get... It's like, did you ever watch Josie and the Pussycat? Of course. Remember how like they make the concert really big because they want everyone wearing the ears because they mm-hmm. put subliminal messages in yeah. the music? Maybe that's what this is. Well, also, too, there is a, another part of it. So apparently, allegedly there is like in order to get the cheeseburgers for that particular thing you have to you have to have the app oh of course you okay do. but here's the thing with the app though that they're that another deep dive on tiktok right 
The thing get is, get off of TikTok. No, 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 TikTok is educational. Uh, you sound like Congress. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> allegedly, the they are model. when you sign up on the app in order to get these one cent and fifty cent cheeseburgers or hamburgers or whatever. What they're doing is they're basically ac- accessing your contacts, your address book, your web browser history, um, any name like your videos, photos, audio, your location, your password dialer, your microphone, your social network credential, credentials, all from freaking mcdonald's and wendy's like it's insane thanks to gen z who read the fine print because we don't do that i do love a mcdonald's double cheeseburger i used to order the double cheeseburger meal all the time when i ate so good and then i got hooked on the quarter pounders and i've never looked back oh quarter pounders are really good with big mac sauce no just a quarter pounder yeah um so i'm not allowed to get a cheeseburger on national cheeseburger day no don't do it what are the odds everyone's gonna turn into a zombie i feel like it's a low threshold well, you got the booster, so you still might. The chip's in you already. I'm already, yeah, I'm done for. <laughs> if if the one person in this room is going to turn into a zombie, it's 100% going to be me. Definitely going to be you. Well, speaking of chips, what were you telling me about uh, Vegas and these cyber attacks? I don't know if anyone else has heard about this. I'm sure you have. You watch the news. You're all learning educated people, much like us. Um, there was a huge cyber attack in Las Vegas. It hit Caesars first, and it was basically like, you know, hey, Caesar's we've Palace. Caesar's Palace. The Not real Caesar's Pizza. And not little Caesar's Pizza. I didn't know that was confusing. The real Caesar's Palace. And basically, these hackers took over all the electronic systems. So, like, the Mm -hmm. key cards for the rooms, all the ATMs, the, like, credit card slot machine, all that kind of shit. And they were kind of saying, like, either pay us what we're asking or you're not getting your shit back. So, Caesar's paid because they were like... Do we know what what they asked for? How much they asked for? I do not know. Someone posted the ransom letter, but the print was too small to read and I was ADHD. So, I just scrolled Scroll back. Uh, I was like, I'm not reading that. Let me find someone else who, yeah. Um, But MGM has not paid it. They are now, I want to say on day six or seven of not having access to all of their shit. And it's not just the MGM in Vegas. It's like even in Atlantic City and shit. It's like company wide. So the lines are super long to just check into your hotel because their servers are hacked. You can't use any of the ATMs. You can't book anything online. You have to go through a third party site. Anytime you're at a slot machine that uses a credit card or something, they're having to pay you out. Like a physical person is having to go see how much you've won and pay you out. Mm. You can't just get the whatever, which is insane to me because I felt like Vegas would have top notch security. And I don't know. I watch Ocean's Eleven. I think they have top notch physical security but not cyber security well i just think like when i watch oceans 11 and 12 and 13 and whatever mm-hmm. there's always like the big room and they have the cameras yeah. and i just figured that extended to everything else everything else yeah well i mean i keep saying this we keep you know how in the medical field they keep saying oh well we want to get rid of paper charts all together you'll never be able to get rid of paper charts it just won't happen and you know you you gave all these grants the government gave all these grants for emr systems and all that kind of stuff and it's just like yeah, but people still rely on paper charts. Some people still do rely on paper charts. So I don't think I don't think it's wise to turn everything over to just Wi-Fi and you know all these advanced uh, uh, technology driven programs because somebody's gonna shut that shit down. If they're hacking gas lines, I don't know why anybody thinks they're safe. They're hacking hospitals. They're hacking everything. Well, one of the strip clubs in. Just hack Sally May already. Truly. Or Mohila. One of, one of the Great strip legs. clubs in Vegas is giving free lap dances for all the people who were affected by the cybersecurity breach. How was that? How was that helpful they to were the like, strippers? Because all the lines are long and they can't get into everything. And so they're like, come spend your time here. Free lap dance. 
get some drinks. I cannot. Because in this economy, we have to profit. Well, we do. Well, I'll tell you what. who else is kind of profited but didn't. Very short-lived. Um, so last week, I believe Cash App had an actual glitch where um, they were allowing people to pretty much rack up all this money on the uh, Cash Apps and shit. And then when the glitch was over, much like the Uber Eats glitch that happened last year, people were like negative 38,000 in their bank accounts as if this shit wasn't going to catch Y'all up to you. Y'all are... St- how do you think that no one's going to figure out how Seriously? much money you... Because it was like, no matter... Was this the same thing? No matter how much money you had in your account, you could withdraw more yes. money than you had? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Why did you think no one was going to catch you on that? I don't know why. Why don't you have real bank accounts? They have why? access to all of that shit. Why are people... Okay, this is a genuine question. This is not me being like facetious or like shading anybody. But why are people using Cash App as an actual bank when it's not FDIC insured? Is Cash App FDIC insured? I don't think I it is. I just figured people sent money on it. Yeah, but I just feel like with all the stipulations and new things that they've done, especially with this new administration, with the Biden administration saying that if you charge anything over $600, um, you're going to have to pretty much report that on your income tax. Oh, see, if I paid attention to the news, that would have been good to know. But I don't. I don't know that. I don't think they're FDIC because they're not a bank. Well, okay, I guess up to $250,000 of your cash app account balance is covered by FDIC. Oh, thank God. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Mm. Oh, that's only if you have a cash card, though. And apparently, it's through our. The, the, oh, so apparently, allegedly, Cash App is like partnered with Wells Fargo. So they're the bank that backs it. Technically. Well, well, that's not a bank I would put my money on. Aren't they fucking still fucking up people's houses and shit? Allegedly. I think they. I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand how you think oh free money like it's not free money it's not free money in in 2023 in the year of our lord it's not free money they were gonna see exactly how much you got out and they were going to charge you for that yeah and every time you get paid it's just gonna eat it up oh god can (laughs) you can you imagine getting a direct deposit in your account and then going and there's zero dollars because it just eats at that oh my god there's nothing worse no that happened to me once when i was moving from atlanta here to texas and they messed up my check. And so literally I got paid $11 <laughs> and I was a PT and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And I was very calm about the situation. I just called my supervisor. I was like, Hey, y'all paid me $11. And she's like, Oh my God, that happened to all of the, all of us over here. Apparently the person who does payroll put the decimal in the wrong area or some shit like that. And I'm like, I don't know where you got $11 from. Cause I get paid way more than $11. So bitch, what kind of decimal points you put? Like, Thanks, Cause Ain't no way. And it was literally fixed in like two days. Oh, that's like, good. You didn't have to wait the two weeks. Uh, who was about to wait? As Tyler, as Tyler Perry would say, I ain't mailed my work. You ain't about to mail me no damn check. <laughs> so yeah, they fixed everybody's stuff. But anyway, uh, that was a, a, a big situation. Uh, what, what were you telling me about? Speaking of accidents, technically with that, what were you telling me about uh, Lamar Odom? Okay. I listen. I am someone who understands the cultural significance, the athletic ability, and the hard life that Lamar Odom has lived. I love that for you. You're okay. such an advocate for him. I, I understand. I know where we are. Okay? okay. <laughs> all that being said, the man has issues. As we all. Uh, we all do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's had to deal with a lot of his in front of the world. True. Okay. Fast forward. News broke that... <laughs> Early in the morning, 
Lamar Odom was in a car accident. Apple On the way home from a friend's house, he ran into multiple parked cars. Okay. Mm. So, automatically to me, it's not sounding great. Yeah. If you are A, it's early in the morning. B, the cars that you hit were fucking stationary. <laughs> it doesn't, that's not, it's not looking good, my guy. Mm-hmm. So, his rep comes out and says, um, yeah, Lamar's okay. Um, he dropped his phone while he was driving in the Mercedes when he went to pick it up. He ran into these multiple cars. Mm. I call 160% bullshit. That is the <laughs> dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. There's no fucking way that's the story. I think he was fucked up and hit some cars. But it's just crazy to me how PR now, like, I feel like every, we everyone sees through everything. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, anyone rep comes out and says something like, this is fucking bullshit. You can look up anything online. There's multiple different people filming from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to me. How we're like, oh, you're paying these people to lie, and we all know it's bullshit. I wish sometimes that I would have went into PR. You could have done it. I definitely, I so still could do it. Shit. Because all I would do is tell my clients, shut the fuck up. No. Something they else is it. going to happen. You do not have to defend yourself today. For example, Lizzo just went through this whole situation where these her back her former background dancers came out and was alleging all of this stuff about mm-hmm. her, right? People were in the comments, Lizzo, you need to say something. Me, as her unofficial PR, I'm like, no, you don't need to say anything. Just shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Go offline for a couple of weeks silence until they get silence is golden. Here's what you're going to do. In a couple of weeks, something else is going to happen. What you're going to do, you're going to capitalize on that. Then you're going to come back and say, hey, I didn't do it, y'all. Then you're going to relax. Come off social media. Two more weeks later, you're going to counter sue these people, right? Then two more weeks after that, I want you back online shaking your ass like nothing happened. I'm just thinking, that's exactly what her PR told her, and that's exactly what she did. You're paying me tens of thousands of dollars to make sure your reputation stays intact. Absolutely. And the best that I can come up with is, oh, yeah, he, dro- <laughs> he dropped his phone, hit two parked cars, as everyone has. I mean, some, that happened to me and my sister. No, it did not. I swear to you. No, you, no. There you, was a guy, I'm, I'm serious. My sister had a Chevy Malibu at the time. And there was a guy, we were, we were, this was in daylight. It wasn't at night, but anyway, he was, we were all driving or my sister was driving. He was behind us. He bent down to pick up an actual CD compact disc. Right. And when he didn't pay attention. And so he rammed in the back of my sister and literally her, her, her back bumper and everything was inside her goddamn trunk. She wasn't parked. No, but I'm just saying it happens. Okay. (laughs) First of all, no one uses CDs anymore. No, I do. I have a whole CD book in my car. I just think that that's like bottom of the barrel in terms of shit I could say. Like Like the Jonathan Majors? Yes. He broke up a fight between two teenagers. Oh, that's another thing. Jonathan Majors, who, you know, got in trouble for allegedly beating the shit out of his quote unquote, maybe, I don't know, girlfriend. Right. That's alleged because I don't, I don't believe it. That is alleged. Okay. Either way, you get in all this heat yeah for some kind of violence mm-hmm. you go away you pop up a little bit remember with megan good he's dating megan good now which was the dumbest pr move listen let me tell you something jonathan please hire me as your pr okay they're like we need no. a black woman with a no. neutral reputation jonathan majors listen to me i'm looking right at you the only thing that is going to save your reputation 
is if you save some kids from a burning building. That's or, the only yeah. thing that's going to work. I agree. You're drowning or something. Or dr- you're going to have to save somebody's life, my guy. Not yeah. break up a little kid fight. It's not believe. He was like, hey, hey, hey. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah. So they didn't he, even look like they were fighting for He it. gets in all this heat. He comes out and he's dating Megan Good. Everyone's like, this is the weirdest shit we've ever seen. And no one fucking buys Horrible it. PR. He goes away for, again. He pops back up because, oh, he intervened in this fight between two kids. So and he's stupid. hero of the day. It's so unbelievable. What is going on? That, I need to be in public relations. That and then Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are separating. They're getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming out. They both put out an Iowa's press release statement. Hey, we're getting a divorce. All of these things. First of all, Joe Jonas has a reputation of like he was allegedly addicted to substances and he's mm-hmm. this party guy and he's not the best husband. All of mm-hmm. these things, right, that are just kind of like blind item lore people know about it not really yeah all of a sudden we get these reports of like oh it's they're getting a divorce because sophie turner is wild and wants to party sophie turner said something about the rest of his brothers that he just could never unhear he and she doesn't want to be with the kids and that's why the kids are with him all of these things and everyone's looking at him like we know you're the one saying these things like (laughs) These are very obviously things that you are telling people to put out stories that you want. It's like hiring paparazzi to come out and make a big deal out of it. And it's just so funny to me how even without doing that, just the whole internet is on her side. There didn't Mm -hmm. even have to be anything wrong. Everyone looked at both of them and was like, oh, we're riding with Game of Thrones over here. Sansa, that's our girl. Queen of the North. Well, you know what, too? I think part of the problem is that we, we were talking about this off air is that we already know that there is a huge, very thick line of delineation between celebrity and being famous. Yes. And I think with social media, the more you are on social media, giving your fans, your supporters, your followers, complete and total access to you, you are now moving out of that famous realm and you are now into celebrity realm, which is why people demand so much from you. Because even we were talking about too, the, separation between uh, uh um iman and, and huh church and state that too specifically iman and uh tiana, tiana taylor. taylor who are the news just broke but the, they're getting or they are they have been separated well the, there were there were rumors about it before but the thing is again going back to pr tiana just released a statement it was like we ain't, we've been handling this privately uh-huh. well now you're not you should never have given us access and confirmed it let's all just mind our own business. Like there's no reason for Tiana Taylor to come out and do a press release or write on Instagram or whatever the case may be. We separated a long time ago and to end all this stuff, (laughs) it ain't because of infidelity. Now you're letting us know that you're reading the comments, Mm -hmm. which now separates you from being famous to a celebrity. This is why you don't know what Beyonce does. This is why nobody can't find Sade because y'all like these, these two women have learned and mastered the art of being famous because Beyonce Beyonce learned real quick. She said, I'm not giving y'all shit because you ruined it all. Listen, when she, I think she came on Oprah years ago when she at first, when it was first rumored that she was dating Jay-Z and Oprah was like, are so you and her, you and Jay-Z are together. She was like, hmm. She said, what? And Oprah was like, exactly. Don't say shit. Because she was like, when I wish I would have kept Stabin a secret because everybody was like, he's with her for her money. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, we don't we don't need to know what kind of milk you drink. No. We don't need to know what kind of, you know, Lysol you use and all this other kind of shit. Like, just separate. I get it. You want to be close to your supporters. And some people feel 
this sense of entitlement, like, well, you need to tell us part two. No, you don't. There's just this no, infatuation people have, myself included. That's why I oh, fucking yeah, watch are. the Kardashians every goddamn week. But <laughs> this infatuation with, oh, these people are of this, not upper echelon, but they're in this group of people that I don't have direct access to that is of mm-hmm. this celebrity of this, like, you know, realm. And I would, I just will love a peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I need to know what the fuck they're doing and what they talk about and where they hang mm-hmm. out and and how that all operates and works. And it's fucking addicting. It is, and, and because and and be, it becomes the standard because if yeah. you if you come out and you you start getting some traction, now you owe us as the consumer everything about your life, and it's not fair because then you can't separate the artist from the actual person. Mm-hmm. And, and for example, even with Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. What we all know was famous as hell. We didn't know Beatles shit about famous. like be, like beyond Beatles. I think he was even more famous than the Probably Beatles. To be completely honest with you, but I just feel like with him, there was a level of mystery about Michael Jackson. And when he did certain things, like he hung pillow out of the damn window with a goddamn blanket, blanket on his head or whatever his name is. Anywho, but there was like you didn't know about Michael Jackson until he shared via interviews what was going mm-hmm. on with him. The same way, like, in the very beginning with Destiny's Child, of course, Beyonce, she's making a name for herself as a solo artist. So there are certain things you do have to give the public without social media being involved, right? But then when you start to open those doors and you start vlogging yourself and starting your own YouTube and stuff, which I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but it can be when you give too much too too soon because then yeah. people are, are consuming so much so fast, mm-hmm. they're not able to digest it. And it's like, then all of a sudden you got to say, well, you know, I'm taking everything away. And so now Beyonce used to do interviews and now she's like, I ain't doing no interview at all. The last no. interview I did was with Oprah and I ain't doing another one. I'm going to just put up my own little vlogs and I'm going to show y'all little snippets. You ain't never so seen the inside of her curate, house. I can control exactly what you're receiving. And, and she's mastered it because... This woman could go away, get pregnant with twins, raise her children, and then come yeah. back and say, I'm one of one. I'm the only one. Buy Even, my tickets, bitch. She hadn't given us shit for so long. She finally gave us, remember that HBO documentary she did? Yes. And y'all were which still like. Which wasn't nothing. Which wasn't anything. No. And she, everyone was still like, that's not her baby. Blue's on her baby. She's mm-hmm. not pregnant. That's and not she her real was belly. literally on this thing being like, I've miscarried multiple times. Yep. This is a very hard thing for me. People were like, ah, belly's fake. That's what I'm saying. And, and she's never going to give you anything else. Nope. Be happy she gave you blue on tour. Okay. <laughs> Be happy she shared blue with the world because she could have just kept the world from blue. Okay. Uh-huh. Like Drake did his baby. But, and she, and she would have deserved deserve to do that. But I still blame, I will continue to say this uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne were the creators of this phenomenon of knowing what celebrities do in their house. The only thing that we had at that time was just um, MTV Cribs and Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I loved those shows. Robin Leach. And so now, mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne and them, they're just like, come in and see everything that we do for hours and hours and hours and hours. And now that has become the gold standard where if as a celebrity or as a, as a celebrity, if I don't know what your refrigerator looks like, what kind of car you drive, I feel gypped as a fan and a supporter. Well, that's all. Which in- is crazy. Influencer cult. Like we have a whole word for True. it. That wasn't a thing that fucking existed. No. But now these normal people people who just get ready with me yeah have no they're not famous their parents aren't famous they're Mm -hmm. just random fucking people who decided to put their lives on the internet yeah and got fame or celebrity Mm -hmm. i should say yeah and now people are obsessed with them and they have these brand deals and they're doing all the shit just Mm -hmm. because they'd be like here's what i'm doing every single day it's this weird voyeuristic shit and people love watching it myself included how many fucking get readies with me do i watch 
It's like you're you're putting on the same clothes. And it, I don't even really give a pants. shit, but I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, what yeah. do they do? How do they make their coffee? Where are they going? How do they do that? I don't, it's fucking weird. Now, see, I watch people on YouTube who like are in Panama building a home or they live in Canada and they're doing van life and then I follow their lives and stuff like that because then it becomes like a TV show. But I won't ever go up to these people and I'm just like, oh my God, uh-huh. let me get a picture because you're so famous. But uh, even those people that are like, get ready with me for a day doing God no, it could be the most going random to Home Depot. shit. And I'm like, yeah, I would, I would love to sit and watch that. Tell me more about your day. Yeah, because I've been at work all day living a yeah. regular ass life and I had to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to be to work on time. They're like, I don't want to get ready with you. My five to nine before my nine to five i'm like oh bitch you have four hours in the morning let me tell you something what are you one, doing one influencer who i love she is bougie as hell but i love her because i've been watching her for a long time jackie Ina. okay love that bitch this woman irons her bed sheets and i just be sitting there like i wish i had time to iron my uh-huh. bed sheets like I, I first of all i don't have expensive enough bed sheets to iron let's be clear but if i did she's living a different life she's just she's in this whole like bubble but i love an influencer like her because jackie Ina is like she's not fucking real no like her life is not real her like her is, and she doesn't pretend like it is no real or attainable Anything she does, she's like, yeah, this is wild that I have it. Yeah, right? and she's like, and if you don't like it, you can keep scrolling, babes. And mm-hmm. I love her for that. But I, but I, to me, I feel like she's a true influencer. She's, she's not one just of the like, also original big makeup girlies. Yes, absolutely. And she, but also too, she has mastered the art of celebrity because I'm not uh, of being famous because she shows you what she wants to show you. Mm-hmm. Now you'll see her house or not her house. You'll see her kitchen and be like, damn, can we get a tour of the rest of your house? You know what she'll say? Hell no. Yeah, even when she got engaged and people were like, when's the wedding? Where are you going to have? She was like, why the fuck would I tell you all I'm that? I'm not telling you nothing. I'm not telling you, you anything. You already talking about me, talking about that I'm, why am I ironing my sheets? Everything that I do, you have a problem with. So why would I share that part right. of it? And I love the fact that she that she picks and chooses what she shows to people. To me, that's her. she's really the true art of being an influencer. She doesn't give everything. I don't think I've seen a sibling, her mama, her daddy, nobody. And I think it's because of her age also. Like, Is she... No, she's not my age. She's no, not but I just think either, younger right? people grew up on the internet and grew True. up seeing people show their entire lives on the internet and yeah. feel like they too. The way that even like people without even platforms would just I'll say like twenty five and younger. The way they just she's thirty six. Okay, yeah. The way they just are so apt to be like, here's everything I'm doing, and what's yeah. that? and just it comes so naturally to them because that's mm-hmm. all they've seen. It's wild to me. Yeah, and and she and she picks and chooses, and, that, and that's why I say I like that's the difference between celebrity and be people being famous. When you are a celebrity mm-hmm. or an influencer, you you show a hundred percent of what you're doing. There's nothing left to mystery. We know everything about you. Where where your every little move. Then we got fan pages for every damn thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when you are famous, it's just like. It's word of mouth. It's old school shit. Like, I mean, even Beyonce coming out and saying, oh, I'm putting on a tour. How did everybody find out about that? She probably put up one one damn flyer on social media and people were just like, oh my God, I got to save my money to get my tickets. She didn't have to do no market. I think whoever is Beyonce's marketer, easiest job in the world. world. All you got to do is post one time. It's Beyonce. Not even from her real account. Burners. Yeah, so. and I think it was novel at first, the idea that someone would share their entire life. Like, Emma True. Chamberlain got famous for just showing her entire life yeah. and making coffee, and now that's her whole fucking brand. It's like the Truman Show came to life. Yeah, but then... Do you I remember th- that movie? The True what? The Truman Show? 
The Truman Show, yes. With uh, Jim Carrey? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was saying their life was like The Truman Show? Every influencer. Ca- yeah, someone. Because you're just living in a bubble, Maybe but you did it to yourself. Someone. She was like, I really am living in The Truman Show. Girl. I know, I know. Anyway. Her mama did it. I know, truly. God, she had a vision, that woman, and she just followed it through. Whoring your daughter out? Wow, that's amazing. That's a great vision I mean, to have, I but guess. but look what happened. God is good. An empire. All the time. <laughs> All the time. God is good. Um, when you're, I think it's a lot easier to show your entire life when you're not famous or True. a celebrity. You don't know people. And then you get this level of fame. People expect it. And you're like, oh, wait, shit. Now this is like unsafe and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And also I have no life to myself. I really want to know like for Beyonce, like, because to me, I feel like she's just one of those stars who creates mass hysteria no matter what she does right so i, I just want to know like Remember when she was went the last vegan time? and everyone freaked out exactly like when was the last time she went to target how many how often does she go to target probably more often than we think she probably was on disguises who knows i don't know maybe it's like okay you know there's that target in calabasas where all the celebrities go mm-hmm. but people there like first of all there's a bunch of celebrities in calabasas mm-hmm. and second of all no one really gives a fuck there because everyone has money yeah maybe she goes to like targets like that Sure, or she shuts it down and just go in and get whatever Maybe. she wants. I don't fucking know. But I, but I think, too, even with, with this, like, influencer lifestyle, like, when you're an influencer, you get the fuck up on a much smaller scale. Yeah. When you become famous, there is no room for fuck-ups. Because uh-huh. the, minute, the minute any allegation comes at you, your career is ruined. People know you have money. That's money. That's it. You can't cuss nobody out. You can't... Nope. If, so, if somebody even physically assaults you if you defend yourself you are now spending money to a lawyer in court mm-hmm. that's easy too e- easy kevin gates you knew you're gonna get a reaction out of that man you know he's not mentally well at the time he wasn't mentally stable you look at kevin gates and you know you're gonna get a reaction listen he i looks mean like the type to you, do something you, you can't fuck do stuff like out. that anymore like when you when you become a celebrity you cannot fuck up and when you're famous again one fuck up and your whole career is done yeah and it's sad because it shouldn't be like that but again we as the consumers have created this world for people to attain and stay in where we want to know your morning routine we need to know yep. your night routine and when i say we i don't i'm not talking about me and i, don't I think it shit, got but. crazier during covid because everyone yes. was bored and stuck inside and they yeah. were like, we need something new and we right. got to figure out what the fuck other people are doing. Everybody's dying around us. Well, especially for the people in healthcare. Yeah. yeah. We were like, everybody's dying around us. So let's Yeah. I'd love to see what you do with your work from home routine. Exactly. Anyway, all that to say, PR, we see right through it. I need to go. I need to be a public uh, you do. Uh, relation expert. I just do. I need to be a PR. Somebody hire me. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you what else is having a PR nightmare. Uh, our cold medicines. So Sudafed, Dayquil, NyQuil, all the good stuff. shit. So apparently, allegedly, the FDA is taking some of these things, these, some of these products off the shelves. And it's specifically the Sudafed and the NyQuil and everything that has the words PE at the end, which stands for um, pulmonary embolism, phenol, phenolephrine. <laughs> so they are saying that um, allegedly the PE or the phenylephrine actually does not work. And so that's why they're pulling it off the shelves. People are like, oh my God, it's an apocalypse. They're taking all the Sudafed off the shelf. And it's, or the Robitussin, the Robitussin. They were like, no, it's not the regular Sudafed and the regular Robitussin and the regular If it doesn't NyQuil. work, why the fuck are you selling it to me? Well, why did you approve it, FDA, in the beginning? Because that's the only reason why you got it on the shelf. Did I tell you about the time I took Sudafed when I would also taken my Vyvanse? How did that look? So I don't know if you know this, but you're not supposed to take Sudafed if you're taking amphetamines. 
Why wasn't it? Did then it just cancel each other? No, out? let me tell you what happens. You don't sleep. You don't. I didn't. Well, Sudafed is a is a depressant, right? Fifty hours. I was up for fifty hours. Wait, Sudafed is a depressant, correct? <laughs> no, because some people are really sensitive to Sudafed, and it'll keep it'll keep them up. Really? So you have to know if you're sensitive or not, because I think I have some people in my family. If they take Sudafed at night, they're up all night. See, I'm not. Oh, oh, okay. Pseudoephedrine is a stimulant. Mm. So you're not supposed to take it if you're taking Adderall, Vyvanse, so it is any other stimulant. stuff that's you would call speed. Wow. Because as I found out the hard way, you will be up for days at a time. Wait, no. So it's just pseudo pseudoephedrine. Uh, sorry, pseudoephedrine is a stimulant, but then Sudafed can give you depressive effects lethargy and all that who fucking knows i don't know but don't mix them Just i don't, don't know but them. when i tell you i was laying like we're going on 27 hours of being awake i was laying there eyes closed just like please fall asleep like please just make yourself out wide awake like i, I cannot tell you the last time i've taken Sudafed. like i chugged three red bulls is how i felt Sudafed is not something that I, that I take on a i just happened you know all. what it was it was i woke up in the morning i took my vivance i was on the way to class my allergies mm -hmm. were really bad and i was like let me just take i think it was cleared in d mm. and i just popped it real quick not even thinking about it yeah it horrible so you be popping pills girl I you be popping pills. anything popping to feel pills. better i'm from a white family which means if there's a medication i'll be taking it see i'm from a black family so you take ginger ale and saltines and go lay mm -hmm. your ass down yeah, which was yeah. so crazy. I didn't realize that until grad school when I was very nonchalant. Like, oh, yeah, I'm on just this and this pill. and that. Just take a pill. And people were like, no. And I was like, why? That if there's a way for me to feel better, I'm going to take it. And they are like, no. Yeah, white families definitely take way more meds than people of color. Because Hispanics, go get the Vicks mm -hmm. and you're calling it Oh, day. bitch, I'm on pills. Yeah. Pharmaceutical. I am big pharma. On, listen, she's over over the counter. She's not a druggie. Let's, let's not make it No, down. She's not a druggie. No. Okay? And everything I take i am prescribed but exactly in my house growing up it was like oh we have a med for it or if not let's go to the doctor and get you one yeah my mom always had expired medication except for like um dimetap that was always pretty good and i used to just take shots of that yeah it was good it wasn't like in my house it's not like go take an advil it's like we have some tylenol three <laughs> like i swear to god and that's why i am the way i am no. i'm like oh if i have a little hurt i don't want to feel it we can knock it out i remember i fell out of a tree so my, my <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Let's start a conversation no, just, like that. Well, because because we're talking about we're talking about medication. So I remember. So my mom, my parents used to have a lot of fruit trees in South Florida, right? So they had a mango tree, a grapefruit tree, a lemon tree, and an orange tree. So this grapefruit tree towered the house. It was super mm -hmm. huge, right? And so I, we used to climb the tree all the time. So this one day, I climbed up the grapefruit tree, and I literally slid down the whole damn thing and fell down and fell right on my ass. My parents didn't take me to the ER. My mom was like, lay your ass the fuck down. She didn't, I don't even think I took an Advil, ask for nothing. She was just like, go lay down. I told you not to be climbing in that damn tree. And I had, I still have the scars on my arms to prove it. Like, legit. And I did not go to the hospital at all. Did you hit your head? No. Okay, go lay down. <laughs> what the fuck? That's it. So I didn't, we didn't take pills like that. We didn't take medication like that growing up. Dude, I'd be like, my grandma used to give us my, cod liver oil to call my it a day. back hurts and they'd be like okay well we have tylenol 3 or percocet mm. what do you want i don't even remember my parents having tylenol like, oh, in the i house. guess i'm okay i don't know we had pepto uh milk of magnesia and we had dimetap that was it mm. 
We didn't even get, matter of fact, we didn't even get ginger ale. We just had saltines. Damn. And a spoon-filled collar bowl. That's it. I stay zooted in that household. <laughs> My mom was probably just trying to shut me up most of the time. She's like, well, then she give you dumb tap to shut you Every night. Every goddamn night to go to bed. She was like, ooh, it's uh, 6.30 and you're still awake. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Shit ain't right. Oh, and I'll do Lord. it to my kids too. Shut the fuck up. I cannot. Please don't say that on live before that comes back and bites your ass. Uh, I'll tell you what else is coming back to bite somebody in the ass. Uh, strikes. Everybody's on strike. United I would love Airlines, to be on a strike. Amer- uh, United and Americans are on strike. The SAG actors on strike. And now we're getting ready to go into a car issue. So GM, General Motors, uh, Ford, and uh, Stellantis are now on strike as of September the 15th. Hey, run those people them, their money. So they apparently, they've been on, they were threatening a strike and they were trying to, um, what is it called when you come together? Come together. Negotiate. They were trying negotiate. to negotiate better terms and whatnot because these people, these CEOs were giving themselves 20 and $40 million bonuses allegedly and all this kind of bullshit. Even when they ain't on the assembly line. Anyway, so basically what ended up happening was they couldn't come to terms with whatever. And as of uh, September the 15th, Ford, uh, General Motors, and Stellantis are now on officially on strike. And it's over 150,000 employees that are currently in the union that are on strike. So if we didn't have cars before... We definitely ain't gonna fucking have cars. I mean, now. but in the grand grand scheme of things, how many people are buying Fords? Well, in Texas, I think a lot. A lot of them. Yeah, I think I think Texas, it, Texas alone, the state of Texas is really keeping GM and Ford going because yeah. everybody in Texas has a truck, pickup specifically. I or just, I've all, I've grown up in Texas. I've always lived in Texas, and Texas doesn't fuck with unions like the Northeast does. Because it's a California. huge Republican state. Yeah. So I'm like, the idea to me that just a mass amount of people were like, yeah, we're not fucking doing it because we don't like it here and the shit's fucked up and until you fix it, we're not coming to work. I'm like, I love that. I wish we could do that in health. I wish we could do that in health. I think the nurses can do that more than like their For sure. Because like, you need you, nurses. Yeah, you <laughs> don't give a fuck about They'll you. be like, all right, leave. Go. Like, you want, okay, fine. We'll get some CNAs to come in here and do your fucking Truly. job, you bitches. Like, we'll get the speech therapist to do it. Listen, PTs and OTs could never go on strike. They'll be no. like, we don't want y'all here anyway we're just gonna have y'all for medicare exactly because we're part of the eggs anyway in the room rate because we're drg they do not give a shit about us bastards yeah we'll we'll never be able to do that or unionize anyway so good for them um well we were talking you were telling me about um like with the whole electric cars and all that kind of stuff and like the push for a lot of these companies now to start making electric vehicles and how even going back to texas how um texas is now requiring i think one of their their new 800 laws allegedly where texas is now requiring if you do have an electric vehicle now you have to pay an extra four hundred dollars or something like that to register your vehicle they're trying to they're listen which i understand we are an oil state very much we so. are oil and gas oil we are country. Every, first of all the way we have built the infrastructure in this state you have to have a car you do we do not have public transportation no you need a car also a lot of the jobs you need a fucking big car you need a truck mm-hmm. the families are big here you True. need a vehicle that carries multiple people and it has worked because we have oil mm-hmm. we we need gas True. so the idea that the u.s is like actually in the next 20 years everything's going to be electric mm-hmm. and we're going to say bye to fossil fuels this day freaked the fuck out which ain't gonna never happen and so in the grand scheme I feel like if you start telling people, okay, yeah, you can get that electric car, but you'll you're gonna be charged almost five hundred dollars mm-hmm. every time you go to do whatever. And people, you gotta renew every year. Yeah, here. people are gonna be like, ooh, maybe not. And mm-hmm. that's probably they're just gonna keep doing shit to kind of quell that number because mm-hmm. that's insane. I don't know. Electric vehicles to me sound good 
And I'm sure they are good in places like California. But here, I feel like, especially now, they're going to make it so difficult. Charging that shit's going to be hard. There's not charging stations like there are other places. Yeah, it's just like an annoying thing that I'll have to do. So I don't know that I would. Yeah, it's like buying an electric vehicle is like having an Apple device. So you have a charger for your your iPad, then you have a separate charger for mm-hmm. your MacBook, then you have a separate charger for your phone. And it's like, that's the same thing with electric vehicles. Like nothing is going to be compatible with each other. And so you're just buying all these extra accessories yep. because even if you say, well, I don't want to pay for charging. Let me go and buy my own charger. Well, now you buy a supercharger. You're going to have to pay an electrician, an electrician to get that put in. Mm-hmm. And let's say if you have an HOA and all these different rules and shit. So they're, like you said, they're going to keep making it more difficult. Having an Apple device only got easier when a large majority of people started using Apple devices. So companies started being like, okay, well we have to make everything accessible for Apple devices. And then as soon as they did that, Apple was like, "Eh, we're changing the fucking charging cord. We're changing to the lightning cord for your phone. And then USB C, we all had to buy new fucking cords. And now they're with the iPhone 15. They're like, Nope, we're going to make it all USB C. And it's like, Android has been on that for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like this whole battle between Android and Apple is so dumb. Nobody is paying for your phone. We don't give a fuck if you have an Android or an Apple. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, I just want to be able to leave group text messages. I don't give a shit who you call, how much your Zoom is, how much your phone is. Oh, Apple is more stable. Who gives a shit? I just want to be able to leave group text messages. That's all I ask for. Did you see that uh, Google is being And I can't do that because I have an iPhone. They're under litigation right now. Who? Google. For what? They're having a monopoly on search engine shit. As opposed to... So, uh, basically... Like Yahoo, Bing? Yeah, like people... Like, the case is that you are not allowed to have a monopoly on search engines, right? So they're saying, like, because of the deals Google has made with all of these other people, mm-hmm. making them the preferred or the option that's preloaded or whatever, it's making it seem like Google is the only search engine. No, I think that's just great marketing. And whoever else, all these other search engines need to step which, up their marketing. Which game. is what Google is saying. They're like, we're not the monopoly. We're just, you know, the most user-friendly and we're the ones people yeah. want. And so that's their whole case. But everyone else is saying, or the... You know, the people that are trying them are like, no, because you make these deals with the different phone companies mm-hmm. and all these to have Google preloaded. You're mm-hmm. taking over this. I don't know. So that's what's interesting about I mean, that. But then when people are like, oh, yeah, well, what about the other search engines? I'm like, what other search engines? I You Google everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, MSN, but Yahoo. I think, I think if you look at Google's budget, Bing. Google spends a shit ton of money on marketing. Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing as Apple. Apple puts on these big elaborative conferences and their marketing is just that much better, I feel like, than Samsung. Because Samsung is like, listen, everything that iPhone has been doing, we've been, we've already done this shit 20 years ago. And they're just coming out with it. We're like, ooh, we have Face ID. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you can click your fingers three times and then you can call somebody from your Apple Watch. Yeah. It's like, bitch, they you could have been there. They did a great job in the 90s of being like, Apple is it. Apple is new. Yeah. Apple is cool. The cool kid has Apple products. And Apple like, has oh, okay, always yeah. been behind the eight ball. Like, even though I prefer Apple just because, to me, it's more stable. Now, I used to be a huge Android girly when mm-hmm. I was in school, when I was in undergrad and grad school because it was convenient convenient for me once i became a professional it just has been more convenient for me to be an apple person oh i but can't not, use an android for shit and i know I that they're supposed either. to be more user the fucked up thing about apple products the mac that iphone whatever mm-hmm. it's once you start using it 
they make the interface in a way that like it is so hard you can't go to back. switch back. Yeah. So hard. And especially if you've been in, in Apple for like more than two, three years mm-hmm. and you forget how to navigate Samsung. Because my mom would call me all the time and be like, oh. hey, I need to help my son. Baby, I can't help at you. I got hospital, Apple. I can't do it. Patients will be like, can you? I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Because yeah, at your hospital, they actually gave us iPhones yeah. to actually use yeah. as our Yeah, so our, we're uh, iPhoned up. And I'm yeah. sorry, I, I do not know how to navigate an Android phone. Or PC. I don't want to do it anymore. even my PC at this point. I can do a couple things on the PC that like I do every day. But mm-hmm. if you just gave me a PC and were like, "Go do this," I was like, "Well, see, I, I know how I can navigate between PC and because I used to have when I was in grad. Like I said again, when I was in grad school, I had a PC and I had a Mac, so I was able to go back and forth because some remember at one point Microsoft Word would not convert. And then when you, you had Apple, to use pages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. you had to copy it and paste it into the window. So I used to hate doing that. So I had like a little mini laptop uh, that was Windows. And then I had my actual uh, MacBook. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just have always loved how like, which, you know, for better or worse, like I'm looking up something on my phone. I can open my laptop and it's there. Mm-hmm. Like it just carries over. I can open my iPad. Oh, yeah. I was looking at that too. Like yeah. everything over all the systems mm-hmm. you just have it's a great covered. ecosystem my passwords aren't which you know passwords yeah. aren't everything your conversations aren't everything it's just a very fluid streamlined true but i don't think i don't think android like i don't think android is beneath iphone and iphone no, is i've beneath always heard android. that android has better phones their products they are do. better the technology is better but i just Sam- refuse i fucking refuse to get one samsung makes iphone cameras yeah i refuse like the there green are bubbles, parts oh are, God, I, a death wish. The green bubbles get on my nerves, but it more so gets on my nerves because I can't leave group conversations or group messages if there's an Android person there. You think racism is bad? Have you heard the way they talk about people with green tax bubbles? It's horrible. Awful. <laughs> Nothing. Death, death to your family. <laughs> you, Republican, Democrat, no. Green yeah. bubbles, blue bubbles. That's I'm what the fuck it, I'm telling you. Nothing I, will yeah. end a conversation faster. It's almost like like classism like it, you are uh, beneath me because yes, you have green bubbles yes it's disgusting truly but i just want to leave in the conversation the i just want to leave the group chat with androids because i don't like like i was telling my supervisor this because she has a tendency to and if my supervisor is listening to this you're you not this. This, is, this is all alleged and for entertainment purposes anyway she has a tendency to always put us in separate group text messages so if somebody's off for that day she'll create another one and i'm like I had to have a conversation with her and I was just like, listen, I have a visceral response, a <laughs> negative visceral response oh to group chats. Tim. And so I will always leave them because it's, it's overstimulating and it's over. I, I don't, if it does not affect my schedule, effective, immediate, mm-hmm. I don't want to know about it. I have a work email. I have Microsoft teams. I have a little thing that we can communicate with each other. Text me on that. Don't use my, because you don't pay my personal bill. Mm-hmm. And, and what I've had to do is I've had to block her <laughs> and other coworkers. And they're, oh, I sent you a text message. Didn't get it. You are not going to ever use my personal phone for work-related anything. You won't do it. So if you message me on my personal phone while I'm at work, I will not respond to you <laughs> the same way that you will not hijack my lunch break. I'm not letting you do it. It's a boundary. It's a hard boundary. And iPhone anyway. will not. I don't think that Apple will ever make it easier to 
streamlined the interface with it's a cult. Android What's users. Yeah, I think they want it to be like, oh, they're other, they're mm -hmm. them. This is easy for us. This looks good for us. It's fun because you can do all these things and like that will always look weird. Yeah, Steve Jobs did it. He's a cult. Yeah, man. and it works. It, it fucking does. works because when I see the double text or like the way that it populates when someone with an Android responds to something mm -hmm. or like when you tap back to a message and it has to read it out, I'm like, this is icky and I don't like it. The one thing I don't like about Android is when they text me, especially like emojis, I'm not a racist, but I need for the black people to use black emojis. When oh, understandable. Me. Yeah. And so all of their emojis, their thumbs up are always yellow or white. And I'm like, I know you're black. Why don't yeah. you have black emojis? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's diversity inclusion. I had to it, stop using the dark face emojis. Why? Someone, people kept saying, that's not the color of your skin. And I was like, but that's how I Who feel. Cares? You feel dark. Don't say that. I just feel like, no, this is what I feel. <laughs> I feel like. For a long time, there weren't dark skinned emojis. Yeah. And now there are. So let's use them appropriately. So if a white person uses a black, no, a dark appropriately, emoji, appropriately. I, no, I was, I agree with you. If you, as a white person, use a black emoji with me, it's racist. Black -faced. It's racist. I black faced do racist. But as yeah. a, as a person of color, a black person, I think you should be able to use from the medium shades to the dark shades. Absolutely. I shouldn't have to, I could be able to pick whatever I want and you shouldn't be able to talk shit to me because I want to use the freaking darkest emoji there is. Well, I, okay, I kind of disagree. I feel like you cannot use it. You shouldn't be able to, as a black person, use the shade above you. Like, you need to, <laughs> Why are you policing my color? I'm just saying, I think you should be able to use the shade that you are and darker, but you can't go lighter. Okay. Because that's colorism. I'll give you that. <laughs> the shade that you are in darker, but yes, no lighter. No lighter. Okay. Right. But yellow is neutral and fair? No. Unless you're ye unless you're yellow like you. But I feel like yellow is the neutral OG. Everyone can use yellow. No. No. Not when you have an iPhone. Okay. You need to use the African American or the black I, Well, emojis. I agree. And I was, when we first got them, I was like, hell yeah. I turned Black emoji. Black. I sure black, did. Blackity black. And people would be like, that's not the color of your skin. I don't, I, my fucking thumb also isn't like a freaking Mickey Mouse thumb. Exactly. I don't think this is real. I have real joints. I use the cowboy <laughs> emoji. I'm not a fucking cowboy. Right. I use this emoji all the time. Great one. Yeah. The middle finger emoji is my, my favorite. Nice. I will flip off people in a minute. But anyway, uh, do we want to go to Chris Brown before we talk about whatever we're talking about? I, mean, I just, really quick, Tinashe was on, was doing an interview. Who is that? Exactly. <laughs> the only song, Tinashe song I know is Two On. Two on. I love to get on. I love to get two on. You don't even fucking know it because it's irrelevant. I've never heard that song. Before. I can't even tell you. Okay. Don't, don't even pull it up. It's not important. It's not important. Because nobody knows Tinashe was doing an interview. To, if I hit this one more time, I'm going to kill myself. To okay, sum it up, she was just talking about how she regrets making songs with Chris Brown. I think she had a song with Chris Brown that Here we he go was featured Chris on. Here we go Chris Brown slander. Lord. Um, and how it was bad for her career and yada, yada, yada. To which Chris Brown tweeted... I believe. Do we mm -hmm. still call it Twitter? Is it X now? It's Twitter. The site formerly known as Twitter and said, name five Tanache songs or die. You're all dead. <laughs> Everybody did. Be, be, which Except is Tinashe. true. Which, I mean, especially because hater love Chris Brown, whatever. A lot of people can name a lot of Chris Brown songs. He's been making songs forever. The man's got bops. He's everywhere. He's very famous. He's still making good music. He's still getting awards, whatever. Um, uh, all, all I have to say about that situation is, uh, Tanache, when you can come out with a 47 song album, then you can speak to Chris Brown until you do that. Hush your mouth. 
And I ain't talking about 47 mediocre ass songs. I'm talking about all 47 of them songs was bops. Like, why Why did you have, like, even if you regretted, like, how, how was you, okay, let me get my thoughts together. How in the world did you collaborating with Chris Brown impact your career negatively when this man is a global entity? Unless you made a song about him beating the shit out of someone, I don't see how this could negatively affect you. Like, if nobody still, so nobody knew who you were before Chris Brown, before the Chris Brown collaboration, and nobody still knows who you are. So I guess that's how you didn't benefit. I don't know. Yeah, so I thought the tweet was funny, but. Because <laughs> nobody nobody would know who, truly, nobody I, who knows who she is. Name five Chris Brown songs. Run it, there you run go. it. Oh, I think I, think I didn't say Sam. Oh. I just said Sam. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Indigo. What's the Indigo? Uh, the, the one from the Purple album, Indigo. Something. I know a bunch of Chris Brown. See, songs. you can do it. Gun to your head, yes, you could do absolutely. it. Absolutely. I don't know. I'll I just sing them before like, I name them. <laughs> just, I felt like she was trying to be like, well, my career is shit because I did these things to Chris Brown. No, that Chris Brown is a name. Sierra just did a whole music video and a song with him. Ain't nobody coming yeah. for Sierra. I don't think. But I just also love Chris Brown's use of social media still. Because people it's not always leave for him the best. Alone. It's not always for the best. He does do some fucked up shit, but that was really funny to me. Just leave Chris Brown, I feel like, just be minding his own business and just get brought up. Because you could have easily just said to Nasha, going back to PR, all you had to say was, while I respect Chris Brown as an amazing artist, you know, I just wish different for my career and that it would have profited me more as a result of collaborating with him. You didn't have to just say, oh my God, I hated the fact that I collaborated with him. And I'm not, I'm just over-exaggerating what she, right. she said, but you, you don't have to talk negatively about, about him as an artist, especially when you ain't doing better than him, ma'am. Yeah, so. That kind of clickbait you don't want. And let's go back to clickbait real quick. Tyler Perry, going back to him. You know why Tyler Perry said what he said, right? Because I think the new season of Sisters is coming out. So that's p p perfect PR. That's all I'm saying. It's perfect marketing because now he can rile y'all up. Mm -hmm. Now everyone's talking about, right no one was talking about Tyler Perry. I mean, not that people don't talk about him, but what was he doing that everyone's like, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry? Nothing. Now everyone's talking about Tyler Perry. Exactly. And, and because Sisters is getting ready to premiere. Great mm -hmm. PR, great marketing. I need to be a PR for somebody famous. We should. Hire me today. I'm not cheap though. I'm giving out free strategies right now, but I'm gonna be charging you later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anything else we need to talk about before we? Uh, what do you watch? Um, before we get out of here. Okay, I love Yara Shahidi. I don't know how you feel about her. I love her. I fucking love her. She's Tinkerbell. Also, I think her name is Zoe all the time because of grownish and yeah. blackish. It's not. Today, <laughs> I literally for 15 minutes was like, "What Zoe? What? What is her last name? It's not her name. Her name is Yara. It's Shahidi. definitely Yara Shahidi. Anyway." She's in this new Amazon Prime um, movie mm -hmm. called. I'm really greasy. Okay. Sitting in bars with cake. And I, I saw a preview for that. It looks sad. I put it on just because it looked like a cute little like coming of age mm -hmm. Amazon Prime film. Yeah. Little did I know. That this shit was going to take me on an emotional fucking roller coaster. Oh, no. I do not watch it if you're not in a good space to watch Is it. Is it like From Scratch? I never finished From Scratch because I heard it was sad. 
You need to finish it. I'm just like, I, my life is sad. I don't need to fucking it's watch it. It's based on a true shit. story, Okay, though. well, so was this, and I didn't know that. I don't like true <laughs> stories, because that shit, life fucking sucks. If it's happy, happy it doesn't. Do it. I need rainbows. I need butterflies. Yeah. Um, broad strokes, this young girl, she's probably like 23, mm-hmm. and is in this little kind of gap year. She moves with her friend to LA before she has to start applying to law schools. Her friend, to get her to break out of her shell, she likes to bake. And um, her friend was like, you know what? Every week, bake a cake. We're going to take it to a bar. That way we can meet people. This is a good way to meet people. You mm-hmm. can offer them cake, yada, yada, whatever That's the awesome. fuck. Super cute. Well, her friend gets fucking brain cancer. Oh, okay. And so it starts as, you know, a movie about one thing. It turns into a movie about their friendship and her still trying to do these things and her mm-hmm. taking care of her friend and boy oh boy oh that's sweet and then you get to the end and it's like this is based on a true story and here's the girl and while she was doing this fun little project of making cakes and bringing them to bars her friend got fucking diagnosed with brain cancer that's horrible yeah i mean it's it's probably a great feel good like sisterhood movie mm-hmm. but why do they always have to get cancer uh, yeah truly <laughs> like, and i was just like fuck Jesus. like man and it's just so I just recently have been thinking about female friendships because I think they're so unique and special mm-hmm. and like men aren't given necessarily like the opp- opportunity to build friendships like that relationships yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they are like girl, good girlfriends are just man. Top tier. Truly like mm-hmm. how fun that you get to like, laugh with someone and cry with someone and cuddle with someone and experience these great moments with someone and relate to someone and have these deep talks and then no one has to be ashamed that you're sharing your feelings and yeah. just you know um so that was fun don't watch it if you're not in a good place yeah i also watched the kelsey documentary about travis and jason kelsey it's more about jason yeah and i love their brotherhood isn't that okay love the podcast mm-hmm. love them as brothers yeah they're really funny they are and they just seem like good fun people well, like right. good old boys but not in a racist way yeah um tearing up during that shit too so yeah. also i could just be emotional but they it follows mostly jason and just his life but it does mm-hmm. such a good job of being like he is just a person who plays football yeah and like he's on this stage but he's dealing with real world shit mm-hmm. and you know that's you're playing sports at the highest level and that comes with a lot of pressure and i don't mm-hmm. think we get to see that a lot we just get to see like oh they're working out and they're hard and they work towards the school yeah but even like there's this scene where he just had a baby and his he like has to fly and go do some work, go do something for work. And he FaceTimes his wife to talk to the girls and all this shit. And you can tell his wife's pissed off because she's like, I'm fucking here with these three kids, like one seven <laughs> days old. Yeah. I'm fucking tired. And my husband's across mm-hmm. and she's just like very short with it wasn't anything bad but she was just like very short with him because she whatever mm-hmm. and he was just like yeah i'm not women winning husband of the year and i'm not winning dad of the year like i'm over here on the other side of the world yeah this shit fucking sucks mm-hmm. i was like yeah so that was good too i would watch yeah. it if you it's been a lot of sports documentaries mm-hmm. recently well i think i'm definitely i'm gonna watch that one with yara shahidi i actually just uh celebrated uh one of my good friends and she's like she's a god so she's my god sister um we met actually in 2003. We were college 20 roommates, years ago, which was insane. You were in college 20 years ago. Shut up. <laughs> I started college 20 years ago. You I didn't started graduate. college 20 years but, ago. But um, yeah. And I was like, damn, we've known each other for 20 years. And like our families are like That's intertwined wild. and all that stuff. And it's just like, you know, you get have some of these friendships where you're used to talking every day, all day. And then life takes you apart, but not like in a bad way or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then you're able to come back together. It's like you, you, you start off where, you know, you leave off where you, um, 
begin where you left off. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Anyway, yeah, pick up where you left you off. You pick up where you left off. Exactly. And so we were having this conversation the other day and we were just talking about like we were reminiscing over all these pictures cuz I'm I think I'm the the friend the friend of any friend group who always takes takes the pictures of everybody mm-hmm. and I'm always the one who has all of this evidence that things actually happen. And we, I was just talking about, yeah, I can't believe we went in a good year blimp and we did all this. And <laughs> she was just like, damn, we were around each other's families like a whole lot. And I was like, yeah, like we were a vital yeah. part of each other's lives in college. And even still now in adulthood, you know, like real, truly adulthood. But um, I definitely think that those friendships and, and, and relationships definitely do bloom. Even like in my sisterships with my biological sisters, like we are, I think, closer than probably we have ever been in our lives. I mean, my oldest sister and I, we were talking about this the other day about the fact that you know when you have siblings that are back to back and then you you're in this life where everybody knows you as this this collective clump of siblings mm-hmm. you like you fight so much for your identity just like no I'm an individual don't group me as this person's sister or that person's brother yeah. or whoever the case may be and it's just like no we are all individuals but even too as you get older you learn who your real siblings actually are, like who they are, not as your sister or your brother, but who they are as whole Hateful. human beings. And it's like, even though still, I would probably never hang out with you in real life <laughs> if you were my sibling. But at the same time, I respect you for who you are and being open and being vulnerable to share who you who you are to me because I only know one side of you yeah. and giving you the grace to be something different than what I'm accustomed to. Yeah. Uh, but all that to say, I've been watching just a couple, th- <laughs> just a couple of things. I watched uh, The Mother with Jennifer Mother. Lopez, which I feel like this is just like a second Jennifer part of Jennifer Lopez. It was actually really good. She Jennifer Lopez, I think, has mastered the art of playing the mother with the troubled child, like trying to she save the child's life. Typecast, yes, is Jennifer Lopez. She's yes. amazing, and uh-huh. she's very physical in the movie, which I love that for her. So it is enough. Yeah, it's enough. Like the girl is just older, and now Jennifer Lopez is like a hard, bar- hardcore badass assassin. That's it. <gasps> so it's really good, and that's on Netflix. And then I also watched. Um, uh, the Kirk Franklin documentary is called Father's Day. His new album is coming out, I think, in October. And he basically finds who his real biological father is. Wow. And he's try- trying to make this album, but at the same time trying to discover really who he is as a 53-year-old man. Damn. And the fact that he's still trying to close certain chapters and close certain loops of who he is as a person while making this album. It was It's on YouTube, and it's about a 35-minute documentary. You just never know what life is going to throw at you. True. And, and you at know? what age? You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And then the last thing that I watch, I'm not done with it. I'm only on the third episode. It's a, uh, a limited series on Netflix called Dear Child. It's actually really good. It's like a... Um, oh, wait. I think I saw the thriller. preview for it. Yeah, so there's basically this, this woman. She runs in the middle of the night in the street. She gets hit by a car. She's Oof. escaping this guy. She has these two kids. They're trying to figure out who she actually is. They think that she's one person um, of this missing girl who went missing 13 years ago, but now she has two children. They're trying to really find out who she is and who did this to her and her kids, basically. And so um, huh. they work with the police. But it is a foreign film. So the, okay. the lips don't match it's up. Dubbed. Yeah, it's dubbed. But I don't dubs don't bother me. I don't I don't even pay attention to I it. I cannot do a dub. I think it's a German movie, honestly. I really do. But it doesn't bother me. It takes me like three episodes to get into it. I'm like, okay. Because you know what? When I watch movies, I don't look at the people's lips. I look at like their face. Mm-hmm. But in person, like with my patients, I look at your mouth. Interesting. Yeah. I'm a caption girl, so it shouldn't bother me because I read captions I anyway. Captions. I need... Oh. The only way to keep me engaged is if I have to read that shit. Really? Because if I'm just staring, you lost me. 
My oldest sister does that. She mm-hmm. maybe she has ADHD because she always has the fucking captions on. And I'm I like, need them on. Turn them damn things off because because then I'll keep looking at them. And I'm like, no, I want to look mm-hmm. at this because my mind is already off somewhere else. So I'm listening, but not really. I have mm-hmm. to if I'm reading it though, I'll like actually click in. I can't do that. No, I hate captions. Hate them unless yeah. they're subtitles. You know, like for I hate to understand. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anything else we can talk about before we get out of here? No, let's go already. It's an hour and a half yeah i'm fidgeting well all right y'all y'all have an amazing week on purpose thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with Fleming and fowley y'all remember to spread love oh no what the hell (laughs) are you gonna mess up our outro keep this in spread light and don't forget to to laugh laugh your face face off off. and get some rest (laughs) what the hell (laughs) thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with Fleming and fowley don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released.